Though the time of lore passed, I've shut Valhadrian and the rest of the Court of Stars off from the material plane to avoid corruption. I fear the influence of Malvaris and Saloon still remain. I see strange things in the roots of the world. Things that should not be. As though the memories may come to life. I've seen Saloon's shadow. I feel he is watching. I must find his watchtower. Break his lens. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. I am your Dungeon Master, Steven, uh, and with me today we have Michael. Hi, my name is Michael. I play Besky. Chris. Hi, I'm Chris, and I play Rain. Kai. Hey, it's Kai, and I play uh, Ashrin. I play someone. I play Ashrin. <laughs> <laughs> and Adelaide. I'm Adelaide, and I play Ariadne. Couple things before we get started. Uh, we're really excited to be a part of the Roll20 Spotlight program, so go to roll20.net and check that out for all your virtual tabletop needs. We also have a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Academy, you can get some behind the scenes stuff uh, and support the podcast. Michael, do you want to give a, a Into the Motherlands plug real quick? Because y'all have a Kickstarter going. Okay, we will plug. We will do the plug talk. Um, all right. So I got to do the plug walk. Anyway, rap lyrics. <laughs> uh, Into the Motherlands. Awesome, awesome. Um, Kickstarter going on. It's a... BIPOC ran TTRPG that's headed kind of by Twitch. Twitch has given us, I guess, the, the space and the time on their, on their website to do Enter the Motherlands. And a lot of fans out there wanted us to make a book so that everyone else can play in the worlds of Into the Motherlands. And so there's a Kickstarter happening right now that's going on for probably about another 25 or so plus days. So you can sign up for the Kickstarter and donate to the Kickstarter. Depending on what you buy into, you'll be able to get a PDF or book of your own. And so you can also play in a wonderful place that doesn't have any tropes of post-colonization and any like imperialization stuff. So it, it just it's a place for infinite possibilities and it's a really great world. So check that out. The concept is dope. It's really cool. The the writers on this are incredible. Michael's on the on the Twitch show. Really fantastically well done. Um, this character's so good. Oh my god. <laughs> I cried so many times in this Twitch show. So many I'm a ball. Guy. I didn't know you watched it. I, <laughs> I, have, I, have, <laughs> I don't know anyone who watched it. I'm just like I'm just doing my thing. I've missed I've missed three or four episodes, I think. Go, go back that. We'll put the link in the show notes. And last but not least, if you would give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, that is super helpful to any podcast that you listen to since we provide you hours and hours of entertainment free of charge. Free. Yeah, that's that's a really great way to support us or, or honestly any other show, especially indie shows, though. 
where we don't have celebrities and stuff plugging us and putting us in front of millions of people. That would be really awesome. Uh, and with that, let's go to the Fayforge Academy. So, Rain, you're in the throne room in Valhadrian. Miranda's spirit drifts into the roots of the world that line this throne room. As you're in there, this song kind of rings out, and, and you watch as your hands turn this, like, blue ethereal color, and you feel yourself being sucked in as well. Your eyes close, and as they reopen, you're in a completely different place. You see an ancient dragon, the same one you've seen in your dreams a strange golden crown on its head, its eyes void black. It's whispering to someone. They have long, silver-blonde hair. They carry themselves with an air of arrogance and power. You hear, You, my great friend, when the time comes, will reveal yourself to Morwell as Arvea, the betrayer. For the court of stars and the queen is one of the few things that stands between our victory. But you, you who has her trust, when one of my messengers comes to you, you unleash the shadow trapped in this box into Ilanyali. And that corruption will grow, infecting the roots of the world. <laughs> it's not like you have a choice anyways. You hear the dragon, this deep voice. As you wish, Kratis, I will wait. This being kind of wanders away, almost talking to himself. And to say you were once a powerful being guarding some of the most powerful artifacts in the Fey Realm, brought down by my words. Sometimes I even impress myself. Oh, turning back to the dragon. You may have to wait for centuries, for the Ascended's plan is long, and patience is required. But I will send someone to you. As you look around, Colonel is with you. You're in sort of like a cave. It's very, very well... Looks like at one point was very well kept. So as you look around this, this room from where you are, it almost looks like a dream. Not everything is real. It's almost like in Lord of the Rings, when Frodo puts on the ring and it's like kind of that warpy look, that's kind of what you get. So it's reality is there, but it's different. You can, you can feel stuff. You're definitely present, but there's something kind of off and weird about it. Around this, this cavern is like pedestals with these different items on them. They look at one point like this was very well decorated and well kept, but years have gone by and things have not been kept. They seem to be covered in dust, some things rusted, and things of that nature. The dragon itself 
you see these two massive five-pointed star scars on its wings, but it looks as though the dragon is not taking care of itself. The wounds are festering. Its claws are kind of like cracked and long, even though it looks as though you might even be familiar with this kind of dragon. It's a light dragon, so it's white tendons in its wings go or the bones in its wings go. Uh, there's like yellow and blue on the edges typically and it's it's dirty it's got like spots of mud in ways that any dragon wouldn't keep itself the box that you saw that he handed to the dragon looks familiar it's aging and corrosion looks exactly as the box you carry you hear the voice of colonel i've 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 been here what what is this and you watch as colonel moves closer to the dragon i i i know them what what's their name why why do i remember and you can feel the stress level rising in Colonel. What do you do? Um, well, don't, don't panic. Um, well, just whenever I forget something, I try to remember that I've forgotten it first, and then you work backwards from there. So, um, how do you know that you know who this is? I, I don't know. I've just, I've been, I've been here. I've been in this room. I've, I, I don't know. I want to look around the room. Do I see any indication that that Colonel has been here? Are there any, is there any indication that other dragons might have been here? Or like, I don't know. I'm looking around to see what I can do to help. Roll a perception. Oh, okay. Uh, 15. As you and Colonel kind of look around, back behind the dragon, in some sort of crystalline structure, is an unmoving Colonel. I don't know if I'll say anything immediately. I might try to move closer to it to get a better look. What in particular are you trying to ascertain? Why is he unmoving? Is he dead? Is he asleep? Like, what is, what am I looking at? Is, is kind of the thoughts that are going through Rain's head. Basically, the structure is like a D8. So it's like this two pyramid crystalline structure. Okay. That is completely solid with these kind of swirls of magic happening on the inside. And Colonel, this dream form of Colonel is suspended in this crystal. Is it big Colonel or is it tiny Colonel? Kind of in between, honestly. Uh, okay, I don't mean to alarm you, but, uh, Colonel, I, I think I think you have been here before. As you say that, you can hear his breath accelerating, almost like he's starting to hyperventilate. And then you hear a familiar song, the song of Ilval Holland. The area you are in starts to glow. This light and magic starts to flow around you. And you see Ariadne and Besky in the quad of the Forge Academy. You see the singing tree. All is there as if nothing happened. And you are physically present in Ariadne and Besky. You watch as Rain and Colonel. Almost like light pumps out of the tree. More so, and Asher and wherever you would be, you would actually see some of this too. There is, in almost every single living plant, there is a glow that starts to pulse through everything on campus that you can see. Emanating from Ilval Holland, from the singing tree. If you remember when you first kind of went back in time, there were these like like magical scars that remained. You watch as many of those scars on the different people at the school disappear. A pulse of magic shoots out from Ilval Holland, and the three of you are there in the quad. Does it look like anyone else besides us see this or is shocked by this? Because we know that we've been kind of getting a weird temporal, like... There's like 20 students kind of in this quad area, all just staring at rain, eyes agape, jaw dropped. Are any students, like, turning around or looking about, like, everyone? Honestly, my attention is completely focused on Colonel. Is everything okay? Where did you go? I don't know, Colonel. Are you all right? Uh, I, I don't, I, I can't, I can't, uh, shake that. Okay, Why don't... was I there? What was, ha- I don't know what's happening. I don't know. 
and this would all be y'all would see Colonel looking very distressed. Colonel communicates telepathically with Rain, though. I think I usually speak out loud if I'm remembering how I set that up. But we we've seen you talk to Colonel as if he's replying to you, like you're having a conversation. Right. You hear one end of the phone line, basically. And he gesticulates <laughs> in the sense where we're just like, oh, they're actually talking. It's not just Chris and the Faye, or not Chris, but but Chris in her Faye ways. <laughs> it's yeah, not just yeah. Chris acting wild. <laughs> Chris is a Faye being. Like, that's that's how that works. Um, Listen. So I'm going to go up and no- noticing the distress, I'm going to cast Healing Light on... I don't know if it's going to do anything, but I am going to cast Healing Light on uh, Colonel. So I guess I rolled a d6, and I, I rolled six. So. I will say that there's something about that kind of celestial light that you impart into Colonel that you watch as this little Drake's form starts to calm a little bit. And he basically runs into into Reigns. I can't think of what they're called. Where the quiver runs into the quiver. While he's on his way, I'm just going to put my hand on the ground of the pathway I think he's going to take. So he's going to just, you know, crawl and slither all the way over to Chris. And as he passes over my hand, that's when I'll just like cast it right as he's walking through the threshold so that he's getting healing light as he goes through. Rain, you kind of feel his breathing slow down. (sighs) Okay. Okay. We came here for answers. We came. Maybe that's not an answer, but that's that's more than we've ever had. We'll figure it out. It's a start, yes, exactly. That's just, it's that's it. we have to look at it that way. Um or else we'll become overwhelmed by all of this very quickly. Uh so we'll figure it out. But try try to rest. Perhaps take a nap. Oh, okay, I'll t- yeah, yeah. I'll take a I'll take a nap. Answers to what questions? Well where did you all go? Well, if you were the one that disappeared, um Miranda died and and, and you and Sepia ran away. Oh, I didn't I didn't run. I all I know is I was I was looking at Miranda and, and then I was in this other place and it was like a cave and then there was this dragon and then and then Colonel was there but it it wasn't normal Colonel, it was weird Colonel and then Colonel got upset and then I got upset because Colonel was upset and then it became a whole thing and then all of a sudden I was back here and I don't I don't understand any of it. Well that makes two of us. Three. Four. Um well we're happy you're back. Um maybe we should go back to the dorm and talk about what happened? You seem still a bit distressed, and everyone's looking at us. So I, okay. I'll just kind of like glance around, finally noticing for the first time all these people staring at us. <laughs> do, I'm gonna look around at the other people. Like, do, do you know who who they are? Yeah. They- okay, they do. Okay. So, okay, we haven't time traveled again. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I could share that image with the people listening to our podcast, Michael. That was beautiful. <laughs> As you are having this conversation, Besky, you see your father burst out of the great halls, run to you, not say anything, pick you up, and just squeeze you. And he says, Besky, I'm I'm sorry. I remember I remember everything. You remember what? When you were gone, and the school was taken over, and your uncle was hurt, and we left for Nairine to try to send reinforcements, when Willow Song took over, and and I, I'm, I should have. I'm like pushing him. I'm pushing him off because like this is this is a lot. Like yeah, obviously our friend just came back. People are now aware of what's happening, but I'm just like I'm just like pushing him back because I like need space. I'm like I'm more invested in what's going on with my friends than mm-hmm. my dad finally freaking out and being like, "Oh, you're okay. You're you're probably a decent son." Like I'm just like, no, like I need. <laughs> you're probably a 
probably a decent son. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. Probably. I like it's been probably. 15 minutes. He gives you a space. I'm I'm sorry. I, I'm so sorry. Um, you know what? There's a lot going on right now, and maybe you need some time to think about it, but I have to... There's more things going on right now, so we can talk later, but me and my friends need to figure out what's going on. Uh, okay. Uh, if there's anything that I can do... Here, put your name in this book. And I, like, open my book so that he can put his... So I message you later. <laughs> Sign my yearbook, Dad. Um, oh, Okay. Uh, and he pulls out a pen and writes his name in it. Alright, I will let you know when I'm ready to talk, but we need to figure this out first. You can see him wrestling with trying to figure out how to deal with all the memories that he's just, like, either have unlocked or, or have been re- whatever has happened and wanting to respect you. And he says, okay, okay, yes, I will give you space. I'm, I'm here for you, and I love you, Vesky. Thanks, Dad. I, I love you too. Seems like you're thinking through a lot, so sit on it for a bit, and I will. I'll, I'll let you know when I'm ready to talk. Okay. He kind of backs away more than like turns and walks away, just kind of watching you. What's going on in Vesky's mind is like, great. Now everyone knows, or you know, I don't have all the time to like, or the resources, or whatever you call. I don't have the spoons to deal with my dad figuring out everything has happened. Oh my gosh, like, his son has done a lot. He was gone, he didn't know I was around, but then also, it seems like we have more pressing matters to deal with rain and uh, the tree and what we do from this point forward. So, Vesky's just trying to find out what his priorities are, and he knows he can get back to his dad, but he knows that probably what's more pressing is the now. And so, Vesky's gonna turn to rain and, and try and just, like, figure out what's still going on i mean honestly i this is probably one of the, the few times that you if you've ever seen rain visibly overwhelmed like shaking you can see the wheels turning in their head probably fighting back tears of their own for unrelated reasons but you know, nothing like a little dad love to just push you over the edge make you want to cry so <laughs> on the struggle bus ariani um let's go and i'm like trying to gesture ariani and myself to kind of like pick up Chris and, uh, geez, the names aren't Colonel Ray, rain and Colonel Colonel rain, rain and Colonel, but no, I'm also Kai's, uh, Ashrin, Ashrin, Ashrin. Sheesh. No, <laughs> we're not using our typical setup. Normally we have like names. Oh, that's so, like, true. Easy. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. So I also like, cause Ashrin's there with us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just like try and gesture all of us to like, let's go to the dorm room. Everyone's gonna be you know a little bit chaotic right now because everyone seems to be if my dad was swarmed with feelings and everyone's looking at us that in my mind oh yeah and it's just like we need to get out of here because at least we know what's going on and we need to figure out what's going on with rain paparazzi and so we need to get to our dorm room like close the dorm room and just figure things out question for you is the tree still glowing and do we hear the song yes to both of those okay so you are you are all headed back to your dorms on the way everybody is like went from this moment of silence kind of looking around trying to figure out to very stereotypical high school kind of thing where bunched together everyone's talking rapidly except oh my god it's harry potter it's potter (laughs) (laughs) you need to go (laughs) (laughs) exactly and except as you walk by every time you walk by all conversations stop 
and they just kind of stare at you. Yeah, I mean, Besky's trying to keep cool. I believe Ariadne is cool. Ashrin's cool, but Chris isn't. So it's like Rain. We're doing like triage between Dad, Chris, <laughs> or sorry, not Chris, but Rain, and then like the rest of campus. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know what Cause is doing, but like we're just like we need to take care of us because like we're always like the ones having to deal with stuff. Yeah, I re- I feel like we're all just trying to rush to the dorm as quick as we can. Yeah, you get there. You get there unimpeded. Just with lots of eyes. Right when we do get there, I'm going to, like, put my back against the dorm room. And then I'm going to start ritually casting Liamin's Tiny Hut so that no one, like, barges in the room. Like, I just want mm-hmm. a little bit of silence, a little bit of quiet and space, you know? You're going to start seeing me, like, on the door and, like, looking at my book. And you're just going to see pages, like, going back and forth as I'm, like, ritually casting I don't think I need the components as a Pact of the Tome Warlock, if I remember correctly, to cast these type of things. The components are only, like, you only... It's a small bead, so it's not that big of a deal. So yeah, that's what I do. I don't know what anyone else is doing, but uh, Besky is, like, focusing and concentrating on casting Lumen's Tiny Hut against the door. Because I figured the dome probably goes outside the door, Mm -hmm. like, on the other side. It says, uh, uh, says around, trend fit immobile domes, forest springs around, above you, and remain stationary, nine creatures it doesn't matter if they can fit or not because we can still kind of hear each other and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not sure yeah so that's that's what i'm doing i'm just why don't you describe what for besky's flavor in the inside because right the outside has to stay this general like solid color Mm -hmm. um but the inside i guess would be kind of cool is to be if you let me flavor this way yes it's going to be like looking out into the night sky, even if it's daylight or whatever, like inside it's dark, but also has like the constellations and stars in the inside. But if you're outside of the dome looking in, it just looks right now, it just looks like a black. I'm not doing any like green or anything. It's just black dome on the outside. So if you're looking outside in black and you're inside looking out, you can still see like transparency on the outside, but also the starscape, yeah. the active starscape in position of our our planet. That's awesome. Sick. Love it. Well, yeah, so you are all in this tiny hut in your dorm room that's kind of blocking people from being able to enter into your room, the four of you. You're not totally sure where Sepia and Kaz are, though you can assume that Sepia's in her swamp room with her frog friends. Mm-hmm. They're allowed in. Yeah, I'm allowed to uh, have people come in and out. I will actually allow Rain, Ashrin, Ariadne, cause sepia and who's a professor that's kind of been helping us out perseverance uh, Perseverance, and there's another lady one right miranda was not miranda there was another one like the actual person in charge of the school right yeah so those those are the people i'm gonna allow okay so if any of those people come like those two specific adults other than us here then they can they can come in okay sounds good as the four of you or five including colonel are in there what are you doing what are you discussing I'm holding space. I'm not, I'm like quiet for now. I'm letting everyone else like do what they need to do. Um, I think as soon as it feels still, like after the commotion of coming into a new room and everything has settled a bit, Rain would drop all of my stuff except for my quiver. And I want to listen to make sure that Colonel is sleeping. So I'm trying to listen in and see if I can hear him breathing. Yeah, you hear, you hear these like, he's tiny. So am I. (laughs) So they're like these little high pitched little squeaks but yeah you you hear like a breathing or a sleeping uh breathing pattern okay so rain will immediately start to breathe a little easier knowing that colonel is at rest for now like in a peaceful state for now 
I don't know if I know where to start. I don't, I don't really understand this at all. There's, there's, what do you, oh, goodness. Well, for starters, we're thinking of leaving. Leaving here? Um, Basky thinks that there's better, not better, bigger things at hand that we need to take care of outside of the school. It seems like a lot of these places are connected in some way, and the tree is a source of it, but I don't know, maybe there's something we're missing that's not here. So you're just, how do, is that allowed? Do you just, I still don't really understand how school works. You just leave. Um, yeah. I don't know either, but I don't know. There's a lot going on, right? I don't know. I don't feel like I've been going to class lately. And whatever that we just did, it seems like it's continuing on. And there's something more than what's going on in the school in the moment. I mean, I can always come back, but I don't know. With all the things I've been getting from Walena and all the stuff we've we've dealt with so far, it just doesn't feel right for me. If that means like I live off campus and everyone else stays here, that's fine. Or I can just stay here and just continue doing schoolwork. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm not sure yet. I, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I wouldn't want you to stay somewhere where you aren't happy or, or learning something, but I'm, are you sure you would do that on your own? Believe me, it's a lot harder out there by yourself than, than people make it out to be. Trust me. I know, I'll give it some thought. Maybe I was rushing. I mean, I'll go wherever you, 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 all you are. Um, so I'm just not feeling great about school in general, but if something happens, like Malena calls me to go do something, or we get more of this, whatever evil thing's happening, I'm gonna go figure it out. I understand. As they're having this conversation, I'm gonna pick up my folder with all my homework in it and like start to burn edges of it as we like talk about leaving and then as they talk about not leaving quickly put it out and then as they talk about leaving start burning the side of it again and then put it out <laughs> amazing Ariadne what do you think? I think there's only so much that I can learn in a book at this point this dragon I don't know I don't know even where we should I don't even know where we should go who is Walena exactly? oh we know that she's made a lot of sacrifices so that she can continue to do good. That's what I do know. And she's definitely helped me up to this moment and helped us. And she seems to have some sort of perspective on what's going on. So oh. that's why I can do what I can do. Like this. And I'm like looking at inside the dome and stuff. Is she a god? Pretty strong though. Oh, I see. The only thing you you would know about Sorsha is that Sorsha was the other Valkyrie when you were in the dream plane that Wylena basically shoved a spear through to close a portal. And they seemed to be very, very close to one another. Special friends. We're <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> oh roommates. We're adults, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Roommates in the in the in the same room. Roommates, right? <laughs> bunkmates, even. Yeah. Um, no, a single bed. Bunkmates. <laughs> I think that the school has the people and the resources we need to. If something does come up, though, I think that um, you know having a strong connection here is really important. I guess you're right. The tree is here. So what what happened exactly? Was it back in a time, or was it a different time? What? Where It was a different time. It was a different time. You know what, you know, uh, 
It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the arcane Ar- Ar- loomers say that, uh, you know, this is just a different time. And that's what it was. And now everyone remembers. So, um, wait, how do... I'm literally like a, a head scratcher right now. Poor Rain is like, what the fuck? So if I came here in this time, does that mean I didn't, I wasn't in the other time? I think you were always a part of the world. This is weird. Me, you, I think everything's kind of, I wouldn't worry about it at a big picture. I think we we're all synced up again. I think that's what's important. I think if you try and think about it too much, um, it might just give you a headache at this point. Okay. So, do you think this Walena knows anything about dragons? That's an interesting question. Do we have dragons in in Eludra? There are. Okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean... Some badass dragons. <laughs> Celestial dragons. That's, that's like... Yeah, like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, then Rain will start to explain as much as they possibly can in whatever detail they can recall about the place that they went. So the cave and this massive, like, decrepit-looking dragon and this guy named Craddock and anything relevant that they can recall. And I will include details about seeing Colonel suspended in this strange crystal. Ashrin, I think um, one thing that would kind of pique your ears be the mention of this dragon betraying Morwell. What? In that whole story. I don't know how to respond to that, though. <laughs> Pique my interest, go after it, keep it in the back of my brain. That's what Ashrin is doing with that information. In describing this dragon, I think that Rain is starting to get a little distressed again. I, I think I might have made um, a grave mistake. I'm worried uh, that I might have. Um, oh, I think this. I think this person might be bad, and I think that this dragon might be bad, and that's confusing because I saw this dragon repeatedly, and I thought maybe that it was a special sign, and it was something that was intended for me, and and it was supposed to be good, and now I think it might be bad, and I think I might be bad. Well, I I don't think that's that's very likely or possible. Well, I mean, you did just describe parallel timelines, so I would argue that anything's possible. Oh. What if I was evil in the other timeline? Can I insight on Rain just to see if anything is more different than them being frazzled? Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's totally up to you, Chris, as far as player player on player stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I like right Rain is worried and they're Fae and Origin, so they're worried like, what has my you know, what if I've changed? And it's like, I don't Do it for cause. Cause absolutely would do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fairies. (laughs) 16? Yeah, I mean, I can, especially with the 16, Rain is not at all trying to be, like, deceptive. Um, Genuinely is confused by the dual timeline thing is really throwing them. Mm -hmm. That's a hard thing to digest. But is, is in a panic, because you would have seen the tattoo that they have on their thigh by now. So is in a panic that they have seemingly pledged themselves to something that they realize they don't understand at all. How old is Rain? Do we know? In, like, developmentally? Developmentally is more important. Probably, like, yeah, developmentally, like, 16, 15, 16, not old. Um, literally has been on this planet for probably 30-something years. Perfect. I am going to cast this with your permission. Oh, man. I'm going to cast Ceremony 
coming of age on to Rain. I'm going to start it. It takes an hour and 10 minutes to do, but I'm going to start casting this spell. Rain seems to be kind of going through it, and Besky's had this spell in his book for a very long time, and no, no occasion seemed right. I am going to start casting this, so we're going to continue our conversation. But once it starts to take effect, you touch one humanoid who is a young adult for the next 24 hours. Whenever the target makes an ability check, it can roll a d4 and add the number of roll add the number roll to the ability check. A creature can only benefit from this right once. So nice. I'm going to start casting that, and whenever it takes effect, that happens. Okay. In this casting, how I'm casting it, you're just seeing like a light pages from my book. It's just lightly turning slowly. Um, and you're seeing stars from inside the dome, like little ones starting to, it takes a while, but they're starting to form like a little like starish, glaryish uh, halo around your head. So they're starting to like swirl around your head little by little as the spell's being cast. Uh, I don't know that Rain would have an immediate reaction, but I think that there is something calming about... Rain definitely trusts this group of people at this point, and I think there's something very calming about knowing that their friends are taking steps to try to help in whatever way that might be, so I think Rain will eventually kind of start to chill out a little bit. Still looks worried, but is not having a, not near a panic attack at this point anymore. I don't know. I, I kind of just follow what Walena tells me, and I feel like this is something that Ariadne and Ashwin can kind of figure out, because I don't know where to go from here. But what? I mean, I, I understand, but what if what if you woke up one day and found out that Wylena was terrible? What? <laughs> to some people she is, I guess. But, no, I under, that, that would be... Say it like that. That would be really worrying, so... Well, we, ha- we have to find... We have to find the answers quickly for Colonel. I don't know what it means. I don't know why he was asleep or not alive yet or, or what, whatever that was. But I promised him that we would find the answers and that's why we're here. So I, I, I can't leave just yet until we know how to do that. Okay. Well, I can tell you that will help you. We'll try and figure it out together, I think. And I look at Ashrin and Ariad. Yep, we will. Of course we will. So library first is where we would head. Probably. It seems to be the more pressing thing at the moment. Oh, I hate that place. All the books are so big. <laughs> I mean, Ashrin's suggesting it, so it must mean a lot if we're gonna go. So it's our only option. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's our only option, but I'm gonna look at Eradne and like, kind of like, you got this, and I'm gonna actually go in a different direction. I'm going to go to the woodworking and I'm going to ask if like I can have them help with a little project. I'm going to build like a giant, not birdhouse, but like a little house thing with a door and some space for rain and kernel and then go have it put up in like a corner of our room so that she has like a home. Yeah, they need a bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my heart. That's half avoiding the library. We're just Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's like, I can help in other ways. We should go to the library. Anyway, I'm gonna go over here. <laughs> Y'all can go to the library. <laughs> I'm gonna go punch Thomas McFadden in the dick. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> That's actually what we're doing here. 
the uh, ceremony spell probably at this point would be finish okay. casting. So now you just have like a glitterly halo around you. It's not like a solid halo, but one made of stars, and the stars are slightly dripping off of it and like touching your head and face and ne- and shoulders. That's so cool. Astrid, kind of as you leave this bubble and head towards kind of where the woodworking happens on campus, Ilvaxal, the birch dryad professor, is the head of woodworking. No, he's not. I, I can't read. That's word wordsmithing. I forgot that uh, woodworking was Miranda. Oh. Oh, yeah. no. What? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah. but if you head to the foundry where lots of lots of individuals are would be working as you walk in lolan the furbolg who oversees the foundry ah. is there in the back there's little groups of students again kind of all all chatting and as you walk in there's kind of silence and everyone just stares at you uh, I'm going to do the awkward Ashran thing and like make like a funky like peace sign and shove my hands in my pockets. <laughs> Evie steps forward from one of the groups and they say um, they pull out this carving that you gave them on like your very first day in the first timeline sitting under Ilva Hall. And, and they say, I, I, I remember you now. Yeah. Hi, Evie. This is what you get for not going to the fucking library. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. So much truth. How did you... I don't even know what to say. Um, you know, we can pass that. We don't have to say a lot about it. You know, I mean, it happened. You saved us. Didn't just happen. Uh, well, uh, uh, that was a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) perfect uh well is there anything we can do to help you yes i need a tiny house with a place for tattoo stuff and a place for like like a a small dragon dog bed and yeah you know some cool cool fairy things um I'll, i'll help at least Evie looks kind of at some of the other students who are who are mixed, not really. There's a bit of terror almost about who you are and what you can do. This rushing of of new knowledge and memories. But Evie just grabs some paper and sits down and kind of pulls a stool out next to you and says, uh, "Well, if, if if you want to sit, we can start drawing up some plans for this." little tiny house to avoid dealing with anybody else staring at her she immediately sits and starts like pointing out things that she thinks that uh rain might like leaving some things open so rain can decorate it the way they would like putting things in there for kernel as well and and uh avoiding anybody staring at me at least you avoid noticing that anybody's staring at you <laughs> um lolan keeps kind of popping over uh this big fur bulk. Do do you need anything? I can get you materials. And I'll scribble down a list of like cloth, you know, nice cloth for some bedding and curtain for their window and that sort of thing. Those of you who are going to the library. Ariadne's actually not going to the library. <laughs> what? what the f- I know. <laughs> Excuse? 
fuck? Do not make Rick go to this library. I mean, no, we're, no one's going to the library without Ariadne, so let's just make that clear. No one's going to <laughs> you go, so this on you. <laughs> I, you know, I will walk them to the library and then be like, okay, let's, let's split up. We need books on dragons. Um, dragons and, um, hmm. It's not just any dragon, it's, I think that they're a light dragon, and the name Kratos comes up, um, and Silvertongue is the other name. Okay. Kratos and Silvertongue go together. The other name that was mentioned is... Uh, notes. I can't remember it. Let's not forget about Darl, who checked out the book before I did. <laughs> I forgot. That's right. That's right. Uh, Have it written down. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> This was the name that the silver-haired individual gave to that dragon that you saw. Arvea. Oh yeah, Kratos, Silvertongue, and then maybe Sula in the Shadow, because that's opposites. Those are other names. The other names here, I'll, I'll, I'll type them all into chat, so Malvaris. Okay. Oh, they go together. Okay. Oh, the, the Ascended. <laughs> The ascended. <laughs> <laughs> I had most of that correct. I had none of that. I had none of that correct. None of it. I think that's that's like a that's like a, a sub game of D and D is you get bonus points if you if you guess how to spell your DM's names correctly. The names of the NPCs, yeah, right. <laughs> Honestly, though, I'm pretty good at it. I believe it. Yeah, Ariadne is gonna divvy up names for people and research topics and as we split up she is actually gonna head back out and hunt down the headmistress literally rain has like shocked pikachu face as you walk away from us at the threshold of this library like how, how could you do this Bessie's just gonna take it all in he's gonna do everything okay <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna go do he's gonna find the freaking thing that's what you have to be responsible without me sometimes okay Besky is going to be sassy in this moment. He's just going to be like, oh man, I just had it in my brain. It's just, he's just not having it. He's just like, you're expecting me to do schoolwork in a school? Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> going to, he's going to just try and figure this out. Mm-hmm. Ariadne, since you have a plan, as you uh, walk to uh, Rayala Valdiran's office, she is there still with the skin tone and hair of a winter Aladrin. Since it's been a few hours since this pulse of magic went out, just piles of books on her desk, tearing through notes. Like, you've never seen her frazzled, but she is just trying to figure out anything that could have happened and what to do. As she, you would remember hearing in the first timeline that she died. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as you, well, how, how do you approach I, I, she's in her office, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, I am gonna, like, walk, I don't walk in, like, I walk to the door where I'm assuming it's probably open. It's, like, sort of cracked, yeah. Cracked, yeah, yeah. And, like, looking in at her for a little bit and just kind of seeing how frazzled she is. And I will very softly just kind of tap on the doorframe. What? Who is it? It's, um, it's Ariadne, and mistress. (sighs) You hear this big sigh... Come in, come in, Ariadne. Um, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I had a hunch you might be wanting to see at least one of us anyway. Yes, I did, but I don't even know what to say to you. Uh, I 
I think thank you. And also, what the hell is happening? I died. How am I here? It's a question none of us can answer. But the school is safe. For now. I... I failed. I failed. Twice. I failed. I don't think so. I think... I think... I think the school w- would have persevered. Magic is kind of funny that way. It seems... Seems so, I... I suppose. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I... I can't imagine what you're going through. What... How, how can I help you? Well, we've... We've already been through it before. Has news of Miranda reached the school yet, or is this, like, stu- still super fresh? No? This is about two days from Miranda dying. Okay. Perseverance hasn't come back to the school. Okay. So it's it's literally just us that know. Mm-hmm. I, I think you should you should take a seat, maybe, and we can go over some things. Okay. She pulls up her seat. As you get a closer look at her, you've known that she's on the older end of the spectrum, but she is an Aladrin, so age doesn't typically show very much. Right. But there's something about whatever is happening, like she's showing her age. There's, there's just like heavy, puffy eyes. Everything just feels old and tired and confused. Well, when we were out in the woods, we found Randa. Um, we ran into Melvaris, who was part of the attack in the first, the first time. We won, but she, Professor Miranda died. Her shoulders just sink. And Perseverance, is he gone too? You know, he's here. He's, I mean, he's not here, but he, he's, he's still here. He's, he's on a mission to try and figure out what's going on. But he sent us back. I should have listened to him more. And so should we. Twice. Twice I should have listened to him. Both times I failed. And listen, listen to him about what? What's happening? Protecting Ilva Holland, protecting the school. That there are things greater moving here than I was willing to see. And I failed. She's almost catatonic and staring off into, like, kind of beyond you. I don't mean to sound um, callous, but myself and and the others, we've been coming to charge this for a little bit longer than you all have. For starters, I, I don't think I should be a student here anymore. I think I am better off in service to the school. She looks at you brows furrowed kind of quizzically. What what, what do you mean in service to the school? I mean, I'm a very good researcher. Very good researcher. Um, and frankly, not a bad soldier anymore. I am better used as an, as an arm, as a, as a sword for the school. And I, but I need resources and help. You're all figuring this out on your own. And the six of us are very capable and have at least a better handle on what's going on. Well, I, I suppose now's as good a time as any to start listening. What do you need? I need to know what you know. That tree is connected to a lot of places. That tree is not a tree. No, we had a hunch for, for a while now. That is Suli, or at least a piece of Suli. They, you've talked before about the time of lore and magic dying. Magic was never destroyed. The gods and the ascended essentially shattered themselves, leaving pieces of them scattered throughout the material plane. Those that could retreated to their home planes, such as Sala, returned to Eludra and has stayed there, I assume healing or recovering or whatever gods do. Sala's one of the ascended? No, Sala's not one of the ascended. Sala's- okay, but she was here. 
Yes, she she was here, at least to my understanding. This place is special. This castle, there's a reason Suli's seed was planted here. A long time ago, this was called Farlight. This is where Malvaris lived. This is where the four ascended kept their research, made their plans. That's why we have such an expansive but very untouched library. But Suli was here because as the god of life and death, they are the balance to Malvaris, this god of undeath. There is much about this school. I have spent my life trying to understand what is hidden here. There are the deeper you go in the libraries beneath the castle. There are secrets that are locked behind magic, but that's that's what I know. I'll I'll leave you to your work. I I just um if there's if there's anything you can think of that that we can help with, just let me know. Yes, and you have access to any any materials we need you need to research to protect. I will draw up the official paperwork, but I I suppose welcome to the staff of the Fae Forge Academy. Oh, 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 okay. Um it's faster than I thought. Um damn. Sure. Uh, it, se- it seems like now's the time to make quick, definitive decisions instead of pondering as I have. My ass had to go on a life and death mission just to like get in the hallway. She just walks up and says, pay me. <laughs> and they do. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You know what? Listen, I'm a grown up, okay? You know what? Hurting of like a fleet of cats. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> if that's all you had to do, Basky gonna be on it. He'd be like, "What you did? What? Okay, yeah." <laughs> Hold on, what? You know what? <laughs> they paying us now? Damn. I also want the rest of them relieved of their school duties for now. We need the school needs their help. I'm not saying that they won't be students. I'm Basky's very young and still needs a lot of education. But um, I I don't I don't want him getting in trouble. I I just I don't. I know his father is concerned. She kind of ponders for a little while. Well, they knew when they sent him here that Nairine would not have the same sort of control over Besky as they would back home for him. That's why he's here, to learn in the ways that we do magic. But here's what I think I'll do. I can't have you just roam around unsupervised. So I think, assuming that Perseverance comes back... He'll come back. He will be your advisor, and the other students will be... Your responsibility. The choices they make will fall on your shoulders. They've been my responsibility for a while now. Just unofficially. Very well. Anything you find, any steps you think we should take, I'm not saying that I will absolutely follow. You're not the only person who is going to have concerns and thoughts and ideas about what to do. But I will definitely, at a minimum, give them great thought. Thank you, Ariadne. And with that, I think we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy.
Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. And also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FAYFORGE on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. So make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts, um, check them out. And with that, I am your dungeon master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at kiss of hemlock. Uh, my name is Emily Harmon and you can find me on Twitter at Emily J E A Harmon. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Kritz on Twitter and on Twitter. Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me at Twitter at Stonefly underscore Kai. My name is Adelaide Garner. You can find me at OAdelaide on Twitter and Action underscore Fiction on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com tabletopaudio.com and epidemicsound.com. The Faith Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.